On November 15th, 2021, I thought I was the first person crazy enough to launch a daily NFT podcast. About a week into this journey, I decided to search in my particular podcast app to see how well I was ranking. Now, my show did not come up. However, NFT 365 did, and that was hosted by Brian Fanzo. Both of us, without even knowing each other, had the same goal to launch a daily NFT podcast, and unfortunately, he launched four days before I did. True to his personality and his personal mantra, he pushed the button first and started recording. I won't lie, I was very upset, but after listening to an episode, I became one of the biggest fans. It's pretty ironic because initially when I listened to that episode, it was like scouting a team before a big football game. I was trying to see what are they doing, how can I make this show better, and compete. However, as I said, I became a fan, absolutely loved it, became a part of the community, became a season pass holder, which I'll go more into, and I've been on this amazing journey with him on the show. His goal was to mint an NFT every single day for 365 days straight, which to me is absolutely mind-blowing. I've spoken about it before, that when it comes to mint day for me, I have anxiety and just the whole watching the gas prices, hoping that you get it and so forth, it's not something I really enjoy. So to think about doing that for every single day for 365 days was crazy. But best of all, I got to go on that journey with him without having all those frustrations, trying to line up in gas wars, and especially during the peak of the first quarter of this project, it was a much crazier space to be able to mint something. But that mint project actually came to an end. And now I'm going to go through as a season pass holder who was watching this whole thing unfold. And I'm going to speak about my favorite mints from the collection. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So as I said, creating a podcast every single day is not the easiest thing, but minting every single day is absolutely wild. But the cool thing about this project is it serves as a Web3 time capsule. Everything that we've been going through for the last year, the change of markets, the different trends that came up will all be incorporated into this thing. Documenting rug pulls, the ups, the downs, celebrities coming into the space, all of that you can find within this collection. You can see the various trends switching from animals to games to women-led projects, and so forth, it all shapes out in the storytelling of these NFTs. So I think that is pretty amazing. But of the 365, I must say, these are my favorite ones, and many of them I've ended up buying myself and being a part of those communities. And the one that I speak about the most, everyone knows that I'm a part of this community, actually came from day two of the mints. And that was Chibi Galaxy. That's when I found out about Chibi Labs. I've spoken about them. If you listen to this podcast, I mentioned Chibi Labs and everything they're doing with their 3D NFT so much that I really feel like it needs no introduction at this point. So I'm just going to move on because I have just countless episodes speaking about Chibi Labs. Day number 20 is when the Matrix NFT dropped. And that one was very interesting because initially when I launched this show, the most listens I had was anytime I spoke about those NFTs because that was interesting because it was 100,000 NFTs released for only $50.00. But what made it even more unique, it was on Nifties and it was on the Palm blockchain. So with that, it was gamified and you could take the red pill or the blue pill, which allowed the character to either stay in the Matrix or learn what was really out there and become a resistance fighter. So if you're a fan of the movie, and you know how that works. Well, that was what was going on in that. And with that, it was just very interesting gamified and just the whole theme of it. And of course, the movie, after such a long hiatus, they released a new one right around the time of this drop. So it was just very hyped, very anticipated and 100,000 NFTs and they sold out. 
Day number 28 was the Tom Brady mystery box. And that was just very interesting because that was autograph.io, which is his platform and just everything that was going on there. I love how they partner with all those various legends from their sport, Wayne Gretzky, Tony Hawk, Usain Bolt, Simone Biles, and just so many. The list goes on. All the greats in pretty much every sport. If they're involved in Web 3s, it was probably autograph.io was their gateway. So day number 32, Banana Society, and being a big sports fan, I thought it was just a great marriage of bringing in fantasy football into NFTs and incorporating all of that. And this is one of the earlier ones that I saw, so that was a very cool mint to see. Now there's been quite a few that have come up. However, that one came on my radar pretty early, day 32. Day 50, non-conformist ducks or non-conducts, as we like to call it in the space. That was just a very interesting one in itself because just what they represent. The idea of not conforming and the ducks itself is kind of interesting art. I mean, it's cool. However, what I really like about this project more than anything, it's the people that I've come across that are holders. And they're just very cool people from various backgrounds and just really interesting exploring everything within Web3. And that is an interesting project for that. Day number 60 was the West Coast Customs MetaWips. And I thought that was very interesting. 3D NFTs, and they're going to build out a game. If you grew up in the early 2000s watching MTV with that Pimp My Ride hosted by Exhibit, well, West Coast Customs is the original shop that did all the custom cars and all of that on that show. Well, they entered Web3. They created these MetaWips, and they're building out a game. This is something that they've actually been working on for years. However, once NFTs drops and came out, it was just a great way to incorporate that and infuse all that into what they're already doing and building. Of course, their main business is the custom cars. They've been doing that for years, and they'll still be in business going forward. So this is something, a long-term project, and the technology was just available for them to add another dynamic into it. So it was very interesting how they incorporated all of that. Day number 69 was Giraffe Towers. And I thought that was just very interesting. That project itself, I was originally in it. However, once it really started to spike, I ended up selling out of it simply because I wasn't able to have the time to really dig into the community and take advantage of all those things that were being offered, which is a lot. They're doing so much in there and it's a creator-centric community. And you'd think someone who's hosting a daily podcast would definitely want to be around creators. And trust me, I do. However, it's just the time of everything. And I wasn't able to fully utilize everything that they're doing. They have different channels for podcast creators, YouTubers, Instagram, uh, you name it, really anything goes on in there. And once the price started to pump, and at the time, that was the only NFT in my bag that was going up. All the other ones were going down at the time. So what I ended up doing was I sold it so I could buy some more chibis. But absolutely loved that project. And I'm grateful that is in this Number 89 or day 89 was a project that really didn't take off. It is the Mutniks or in this particular one is the Cosmic Pause. And the reason why I thought this was so interesting and I put this on here as one of my favorite mints is because the whole mint process, and I think this is something that more projects should do, still really hasn't caught on. It's not like every project copied what they did, but their website allows you to connect your wallet and basically shuffle through the different traits. You do a random quote unquote generation and it is not minted yet. So you see, you get to see everything. And then if you like it, then you mint it. So in essence, it is the people that are picking which ones get minted. And once they all mint out, then that's when the rarity will actually be known. So let's just say, for example, in this case, they're all dogs, right? So everyone happens to want a lab, which is one of the most popular dog breeds. Well, then something like a pit bull or whatever, I don't know if there's pit bulls in this connection. I'm just using that because I know that's a breed of dog will be more rare. So at the end of the whole mint process that you'll see that that particular breed that was most popular up front is not rare. That is one of the common ones. 
or whatever trait it was. So I thought that was just a very interesting way to do it. And of course, everyone's going to get something they like or want because they get to pick and keep generating until they find one that they like, then they mint it. And I think more projects should do that. Day number 92, which was very interesting, is the timepieces. And those are covers, and that was with Time Magazine itself. And Time Magazine has just really blown my mind through this whole journey through Web3 and NFTs, because here we have this 100-plus-year-old company that has just really dove into Web3, embraced the culture, running just an amazing Discord, doing interviews and uh, stuff. They're really a leader within the space. And this is an old company. And it is not just a gimmick or a cash grab. They're literally in the space for the long haul, building an amazing community, doing some great things. So that time pieces, I'm very grateful that it is in the collection because I think time in a time capsule is just very fitting. Day number 96 was Women Tribe, and Women Tribe was one of those very hyped projects. The art, in my opinion, was the most amazing thing at the time. I thought it was just really cool. But what was really interesting was the price that they actually released it at. I remember being in the spaces when that actually launched, and of course, Eva Longoria and a lot of celebrities that organically found it, by the way. She was not paid or promoted. She is really a collector in the space, and she stumbled on Women Tribe one day in a space, and before you know it, she was on a stage and was being invited back to speak and so forth. That's how all that came about. But being in that whole thing, seeing how it unfolded was just really cool. And I was at the launch party after it sold out and hearing them on spaces and people were getting up and crying and it was just really amazing. I did a whole episode on that about how they almost made me cry. That was episode number 101. So that was a while back. And as with everything, the price has come down so far right now. So that is very affordable to get into. And I've been looking around there. And as far as art collecting goes, i still think that is one of the coolest art within the space. So I really plan to hold one of those. Day 107, Crypto Tech Women, which I covered a lot, and I still hold that. Very excited, gung-ho about that. Ironically, I did not discover that through this project or through this whole Mint 365 project. Independently, the this one and the next one, which I'm going to speak about, I just stumbled upon them. But Crypto Tech Women, long story short, the founder, Gigi, she is someone who had her life changed by learning to code and that whole community is built on that. She built an educational platform to bring other women and minorities and people into the space, but mostly women, of course, the name Crypto Tech Women. And as someone who grew up in another country, came to the US and it really just changed her life learning code, of course, her mission going forward is to pass that on and help other people. So day 107, great project. Day 110, also great project that I hold a lot of. And I think if I count up how many of these I hold, probably the most out of any project that I have, at least over on Ethereum, is the 90s babes. Just a really fun project. And actually how I ended up getting my crypto tech woman is because I was in the Discord for 90s babes and I won the raffle to be on the or the drawing, I should say, to be on the whitelist for the crypto tech women. And that happened to be minted a couple days before the 90s babes. So that's how that happened. That ended up minting both of those, still in both of those collections, both those communities. However, as far as the Discords go, I always said that 90s babe is the best party on Discord because it's just a fun thing united around all the things that happened in the 90s, the art, the community, everything, even movie nights. We're watching old 90s movies and things of that nature. Just absolutely love that project. So going forward, day 111, which is the following day, another one that I ended up having Another one that I hold, which, by the way, I actually won just by chance being in a Twitter space, and that was the Digital Hearts by Sammy Ariega. I had Sammy on the show. That was episode number 
232. That was really a lot of fun speaking to him as he was getting ready to release Pixelated, and that was just a great time. But long story short, Sammy Ariaga is someone who has been signed to major record labels, has millions of streams on Spotify, and so forth. However, coming into Web3 and releasing this is his best payday as far as his fans supporting him and making a living, which was, I think he said, seven years worth of streaming royalties he got from this mint. Now, this mint actually gave us a song. This song is great. My wife still sings it. She loves it. And with it, we also were airdropped a Pulse Pass, which gives us all sorts of benefits, anything that he's building going forward, including even getting access to his shows. Anywhere in the world he's performing with that Pulse Pass, we can get in. And later, we were airdropped his his profile picture project pixelated and i'll get to that later because that is on the list too but going forward day number 115 candy digital is another sports one that caught my eye and never ended up buying it or owning one for myself however it is basically rising sports stars and a lot of these times with these sports nfts it usually is the professionals that are the big names within the sports but with this one it is athletes that are just coming up before they hit it big so i thought that was just very interesting as a true sports fan actually i love looking at football recruiting and so forth so i saw a lot of potential in this but as i said this is one that i just like the idea of but i've never owned day number 130 Again, keeping with the sports themes is Meta Athlete, and this is one that I do own. Long story short, initially, this was supposed to be my first mint on Ethereum. However, it delayed, and that is how I ended up having the funds in my wallet to get into Chibi Labs and ended up minting the 90s behaves and the crypto tech women. Those funds were initially supposed to be for minting the Meta Athletes. However, it delayed. I still ended up minting that on day one. But it's just very interesting because if they did not delay, I would have spent literally all my funds on a max mint for the meta athletes. And I would have not gotten into a lot of those projects that I just previously mentioned. But long story short, Meta Athletes is founded by a professional baseball player and other people as well. But what we have done in that we've built a small but very passionate community of people that are high achievers that are trying to self-improve. And this includes a lot of coaches, a lot of athletes, performance mentors and so forth. And we're doing all sorts of things because the uniting thing with that is number one, the sports and number two, self-improvement and anything related to those two things we're doing within that. And right now we're having a great time playing fantasy football and different things hopefully my team's really going to have a surge towards the second end of the season but that project right there not one of the ones that are household names but they're building a small loyal fun community and fanzo is an advisor a part of the team for this so of course it had to be in this collection day number 52 was the chibi friends and chibi friends of course from chibi labs are their pets in summary, I mean, they're really not pets, but they're animals that are in the Chibiverse. And with this, you can play the game for it. And it's sort of like Pokemon-esque in the sense that they start off as eggs, they evolve to babies, and then full grown. And based on your performance in the game, the different missions that you run, it changes the metadata, changes those pets permanently. And just a lot of interesting things are going on there. And of course, being a part of Chibi Labs, I had to own those too. Day number 156, another music NFT by someone I very much respect in the space. I'd love to have her on the show. I don't know why I've actually never invited her or seen how her schedule is, but Violetta, who is an amazing singer and songwriter, released a project called Moonshot, and I believe it is five different songs, if I'm not mistaken, with artwork that is done by her father, who was an animator for Disney back in the day. And one of the songs that are in that collection is called Moonshot. I absolutely love her voice. And if out of anyone to really add to this collection, 
it's just funny that the two musicians that I love the most over on the East side of things has made it. And that is Sammy and Violetta. And they happen to be great friends. A lot of the times they're performing each other's songs or doing duets. You'll see them both in spaces. So very excited to have her a part of this project. Day number 185 is one that I'm actually looking at, and I just think they have cool vibes. I love the people that I've come in contact with from this community, respected rhinos. And I'll be honest, a lot of the times when I'm speaking to the respected rhinos is because of the people, what they represent, the ideas that they have. They're very positive, uplifted, and they're building things for the future. They want to do businesses and all sorts of things of that nature. And I think they'd just be a great ally to have. And that is why I was looking at the community. And at the time when this was minted on day 185, I didn't even come in contact with any of the respected rhinos. So I had no thoughts, wasn't really thinking much of it. However, I've grown to respect them very much. Then on day 188, which was the project that I was watching, which was the Lazy Cubs. And this is the second collection from the Lazy Lions. The Lazy Cubs are the younger versions of them, but they also had an open mint. So for the Lazy Lion olders, they had the juice that you would drink and then or the milk and you'd get either the baby lion or the teenage lion. But then they also had the public mint where people could come in and buy. Now, I was watching that and I spoke about my whole process of getting into that episode 192 when basically I was trying to get the specific one I wanted at the price I wanted. I ended getting that by episode number 246. That was the day I got my tropical lion as I called my tropical cub. And that was just very interesting, fun process and same benefits and everything for the most part that you would have with a lazy lion. But that is just a cheaper entry point and gets you into the discord, the holders channels and so forth. And just a really great community. Day number 201, the Bulls and Apes project. And this project was one that really caught my eye because it had a six month guaranteed. So within those six months, you just go back to the website, connect your wallet, and you would get a refund of your ETH that you paid to mint it. And still to this day, I haven't seen any other project do something like this because they were fully pre-funded. They had successful founders and so much so that they caught my attention that this was my first interview. That was episode number 169 when I interviewed the founder, Anthony, and that interview just blew me away. And after that, I was convinced I knew I was going to mint. When I did that interview, I just wanted to hear more about the guarantee, how they were working through all that, how they were pre-funded, and why they were doing an NFT project being successful business launchers. And in that interview, I was convinced. I did not have the funds at the time, but after hearing that interview, I was like, yep, I am definitely going to get this lined up. I am going to mint. So grateful for that project, everything that they're doing there, uh, just so much. I, I could do an entire episode on all the amazing things that they're doing, but just go back, listen to episode number 169. I spoke about that. That was the interview that I did. Episode number 202, I spoke about how they set a new standard and the whole mint process, everything that went on there. Episode number 229, I speak about their teen bulls, which is something that you could actually use the two bulls to breed and get and how the, all the tokenomics and the gamification of everything. And I sprinkle them in every now and then because just an amazing project. They really did some things that really I haven't seen any other project do. And it's clear that their founders are business people that have started multiple businesses and have done cool things because they're very professional, very buttoned up. And out of all the NFT projects that I hold, I would say that is the most corporate feel, yet it still managed to be fun. Day number 257 was a very interesting one because I didn't even know this was going down until I started to see this all over the newsfeed. And that was the Nickelodeon Mint. That was the first one from RecurPass, which is the company that put that together. Just the way they did that allowed people to buy with fiat currencies. You had a 
custodial wallet and allowed you to exit that onto MetaMask or wherever, then sell it on OpenSea. Just very interesting. Well, this drop was a combination of the Rugrats and Hey Arnold, two shows that I absolutely loved as a kid. And it really wasn't until it all sold out and I was seeing everyone talking about it after the fact that I was like, whoa, this thing went down and I... I'm really excited, felt really nostalgic, and it's cool to have that in the time capsule. Then day number 285 is when we get to the Sammy Ariaga pixelated drop, and pixelated was his first profile picture or PFP project, as I said, with his digital arts all the way back on number 111. It was not a profile picture project. That was a video, a song, and it was just very interesting to see that this time around he did a song as well. You know, Sammy has to do the music, right? He is a musician, but you had a character that was pixelated, just like the name, pixelated. And it was a song that had, I believe it was 14 different versions. There was a rock version, an 80s version, just a pixelated version, which is like a ringtone, uh, two country versions and so forth. And all the art was just randomly generated like your typical generative art project for pfp purposes very cool and as a pulse pass and meta heart holder i ended up getting one of those for free so that was really cool to see then we went to day 264 with the artist sabet which is kind of a big deal within this whole web3 nft art space and I believe two of his pieces ended up in this collection, but Sabet is just a very cool person. I've heard him be interviewed and it's just very interesting. I mean, I'm not even going to really go into it. You just have to either like the art or not. And I happen to be a big fan of the art, but it's even more cool when you actually hear a person be interviewed and he can be a fan of the person as well. And what's also cool about that is not only is he a successful artist, but also he does lower price things that has additions. So it allows people that might not have a massive amount of funds to just throw into one of one collections to collect his art as well and not break the bank. So I think it is just very well thought out how he does things and just having that in collection. Very excited for that. Then day number 280 was an interesting one. Again, I don't necessarily own this one, but this is one that I just really like the project. I like the community and the people that were most involved in it up front leading up to the launch, such as Loudmouth and now um, actively in it is Mama Bear and a few other people. But this is the Lazy Ape Yacht Club. Now, if this sounds like the Lazy Lions and the Bored Apes, well, that is because those are the features that are being used in it. Think of apes with manes from lions and some custom clothing and traits, and that is a Lazy Ape Yacht Club. That was an interesting project, brought in a lot of people, some of people, this is their very first NFT. So even this late into the game, day 280 out of 365, that brought in a lot of new people to the space. It wasn't very hyped with lots of influencers. I think they only have about 12, maybe 15,000 at this point, people on their Twitter page. So it just really shows that you can sell out a 10,000 project without having 100,000 people on Twitter and bots and influencers. This thing sold out pretty organically, pretty naturally. People hanging out in spaces. And as I said, a lot of the people that ended up minting this, this was their very first project. So with Loudmouth and everything that they did, because he was the person that I saw that was going hard with it, NFT NYC and everything leading up to it. So literally, that was the reason why I was following it. I just wanted to see how he was going to stick around in this, how he was going to be involved. And unlike many derivative projects, it is still going strong. So day number 294, this was an interesting one because 
again, sports. And with this, this is NFL Rivals, and they're actually building out a game. So I can't give any kind of review because the game is not playable, at least not for me. I don't have access to it. But the fact that the NFL is doing this game that basically looks like NFL Street, if you remember that EA game from back in the day, well, they kicked off all that with this NFL uh, NFT launch. So seeing that in a collection is very cool. Of course, Fanzo himself is a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So, of course, there's no surprise that NFL has NFTs in his collection. Which brings us to number 308, which was an interesting one. That was the Novatar project. This is one that I actually came across via ads on Yahoo, which is very interesting to me. So I go in to check my email. So a lot of people ask, like, who still uses a Yahoo email address? Well, I'm a loyal person. What can I say? I've had that Yahoo account with my uh, fantasy sports and all that stuff since middle school. And, you know, I, I just stuck with it. But anyways, going to this whole thing, I go to check on that stuff and I see an ad for a project with an NFT that ages. So, of course, I have to click it. So I go into it and I realize that this Novatar project has an NFT, a character that starts off as a baby and goes through the full stages of life. Now, I'll be fully honest, because I saw this thing on an ad via Yahoo. I was like, yeah, this is kind of weird. I wonder if this is a rug pull. So I ended up just watching it, staying back and, you know, just really keeping an eye on it. Every now and then I would see something pop up. I read a couple articles about it and I would see that they were getting, okay, some press. However, within the real NFT communities and circles that I'm in, I wasn't hearing anyone talk about it. So I was like, I found it a little strange. However, it was cool to see it pop up day number 308. So I was like, okay, this thing that I've been watching and really standing on the outskirts of and see how it goes, at least someone else had an eye on it and ended up minting it. So very cool. I don't own one. However, I'm excited to see it in this because it's just very interesting to see that someone else saw value in it. And as I said, I just didn't mint it. I never really spoke about it too much because I wasn't sure if this was a legit project. So very cool to see there. The next one that I'm excited to see is day number 317 with OMG Kirby. And the reason why I'm excited to see that in there is because that was OpenSea's Launchpad's first NFT collection. So just for historical purposes alone, just to say, yes, this is the first one from OpenSea's Launchpad. I think that is cool to have it in there. Again, this is another one that has a musical element to it, has some artwork, but 100%, the only reason why I think this is so cool and I'm glad it's in there is because of that first appearance for OpenSea. Day number 348 was a Fire plugin. And this one's very interesting in the sense that I'm not exactly certain how the NFT works into the whole ecosystem of things, but I know the Fire plugin is something that you add onto your browser and it just makes those MetaMask transactions that much more readable. That whole project was started because someone's wallet was hacked and in result, they came up with this plugin that basically puts up a notification before you sign something and converts all those mumbo jumbo things within the MetaMask notification into English saying, this is what's leaving your wallet. This is what's entering your wallet. This is what you're actually granting permission for. And it pops up right next to it before you sign. So I think that is very cool. And not to mention, seeing that Fanzo had his wallet compromised earlier in this whole process, it is just very fitting that he would include that something like that into the collection. And he did multiple episodes on that, speaking about how it went down and so forth. So that was just great to see. And the last one I'm really excited about that is in this is day number 356. And this was the Meta Athletes Females. I mentioned Meta Athletes all the way back from day number 130. However, all of those were male athletes. So seeing the female athletes come in, because of course, Katie Brinkley and quite a few ladies are active members of the community, even when we have spaces and such. 
There's female athletes that are involved hosting, giving their expertise, and just really balling out within the space. So it is great to see that they have the female athletes finally launched. That happened on day number 356. And of course, that was included into the collection too as well. So it was a great journey going through all of these things and... I'm just forever grateful for coming on this thing with him and going through day by day by day. And it was just cool to see that certain things that popped up in this collection were on both of our radars. And it's not like we're speaking about this stuff that it confirms my quote unquote crazy hunch that some of these projects were just absolutely amazing and I had to be a part of it. But at the same time, there are many projects on this list that I would not even know existed if it was not for this. So going through this whole thing, seeing everything that went down from the different train, the change and trends and uh, what was going on. It was just a great experience to be a part of. And how this whole thing will close out, which I think is just another element that is very cool to it. And honestly, I feel like I got my full value from getting a season pass and being everything in it. But the cool thing is once this gets auctioned off as one big mosaic and whoever buys that mosaic is going to have each of these individual 365 different NFTs. Well, those of us that are season pass holders or founders pass holders are going to share 55% of the stale. And when I did my math, if it sells for 400,000 or so, season pass holders should break even. Anything over that is profitable. But like I said, just the experience of going through all of this, tracking this stuff was just such an amazing ride that was like we had a joint interest in this time capsule. And though I don't have it in my budget to mint 365 NFTs, because I have my season pass and I was a part of the journey, I honestly felt like I had a share in it and when it happened or all this going down, I, I, I'm just really proud of Fanzo for everything that he did going through this every single day. It is not easy, but he stuck to it. He got the job done. And I really think that people should check out his work. Although I opened up this thing by saying that initially I was scouting his work to see how I can improve mine so I can compete. But one episode in, he turned me into a fan and I've been supporting him ever since. And at the end of the day, although I am a very competitive guy as an athlete, or, or I should say a former athlete, now a business owner and so forth, I'm also a collaborative person. I am also someone who is a part of the team. And being on the team with these people in this whole journey was just absolutely an amazing experience. Although season one is coming to a close, season two is right around the corner. The Discord is still open. And what I would recommend that you do is just check out the thread. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to the thread that has all 365 of these mints mentioned. Of course, the pages and, and, and whatnot are there so you can check them out. And I highly recommend that you do that. In the show notes, I'm going to put all of these in order of the ones that I spoke about. However, if you just go down that thread, go one by one, you can see everything. Maybe something jumps out to you that I didn't mention. Feel free to let me know what your thoughts are on that. But most importantly, I just want to thank you for going on this journey with me and listening to this every day as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.